0: Welcome to the Firewords Podcast.
1: This creative writing podcast gives tips on how to improve your writing and chances of publication. I'm Jen
0: Scott. And I'm Dan Burgess. We're the editors of the magazine and we always want to hear from you, so please get in touch.
1: So, today we're talking about the benefits of having a writing habit and how to establish one in the first place. We're living in a world where people usually don't have the time to write as often as they'd like, us included. So, we often have the internal battle between life and the desire to write.
0: So, today we're going to talk a bit about how we're getting on with writing and how we also struggle sometimes too. As well as some techniques um, that we find effective.
1: Because people do write about trying to create writing habits quite a bit, but a lot of the time they're quite detached, so we do want to use our own stories so that we're rooting our experience in something, we're not just telling people what they should do unless we've actually tried to do it and found it successful ourselves. So I guess we should just start by explaining a bit about where we are with our own writing,
0: so, Jen, you're succeeding more than me at the moment in keeping up your writing, so do you want to go 1st
1: Okay, Okie-doke. Well, at the moment, I'm finishing one novel that I wrote through, which started during NaNoWriMo, which we'll talk about later. Um, but I started it then years ago, and I'm just completing it now. I finished another novel which needs a lot of work. So I've got two incomplete... They're novels that I think... I've got potential to reach really good places, but they're not there yet at all, and it needs just like work. I know what I want to do towards it to get them up to standard, but it's just having the time to do it. I'm also writing some short stories um, I have been doing recently because I've just felt like basing short stories in my own experiences in life, the problem with that is finding the time to fit these in and then switch back to a novel because I'm sure you'll all know that the difference between writing a novel and writing short stories is vast
0: You're also struggling there because editing a novel and creative writing are obviously two completely different Mm -hmm. tasks as well so it can be difficult to switch your mindset from editing something and writing something completely new so I think that's good that you're mixing it up and um, Mm. making sure you do some creative writing because just editing completely can be quite draining.
1: I think, thank you, I think thank you for being so positive about it but I do feel as well, like there's I don't want to be spreading myself too thinly Mm. with all these different aspects of writing and editing, it's like I just maybe need to throw myself more deeply into just one of these but I've had the inspiration for short stories I've got the novels that I've been working on for a few years now which I really want to get finished and it's just There is a lot, Um, as well as that I've been writing some poetry. I think that, coupled with all the other pressures of life, I don't feel that I've got the mental freedom to do it justice at the moment. It's quite. I'm sure you poets out there all know what I mean. Just like, you know, finding that inspiration to cling on to. Like,
0: you can't really force it, can you? You have to be in the zone for that.
1: Which I'm not when I'm running around chasing after my tail and. So anyway, Daniel, that's enough. I saw it. You get really passionate about it, don't you? Like When you start talking about your writing, it's like I just, what I said there was so mundane and what all of our listeners are going to be going through all the time, but I just get wrapped up in it and it's like, whoa.
0: I think it's useful to hear because everyone struggles with making time for writing, I'm sure, so you're struggling too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what it about you, Daniel?
0: I'm also struggling. Um, I've not done much creative writing for quite a while because... I guess other things get in the way, other big projects, especially working on firewoods has kind of taken up my creative energy, I guess. I work best um, when it comes to writing to really, I'm going to talk about this in a second, but setting time aside, which is just for writing and having that in place in advance really lets me just, um, gives me creative freedom to just write. But when I've got a busy schedule or I've got other things that need doing, I find that quite restrictive on my writing, and I've been writing a lot of non-fiction, especially these articles for firewoods that we publish every couple of weeks, and I think that has helped to keep my self-writing and make sure the habit doesn't go away completely. I used to beat myself up about not doing as much writing as I wanted, and I even started to resent the other things that were taking up my time. What I had to do, and what I realise now, is to be okay with this not being a time in my life when the focus is creative writing. There's other things I want to achieve at the moment, and I'll come back to writing when the time is right for me. If you're going through something similar, try and go easy on yourself." So you've heard how we're struggling, so we're now going to go through some of the ways that we find helps when we're trying to build a writing habit, but you'll see that they're coming from a place where we don't always succeed, and you shouldn't beat yourself up if you're struggling or if you're not getting it right all the time because it's really difficult to get that balance.
1: So first of all, from my point of view, I find that it's really helpful to get into the habit of trying to write all the time, but with no intention of that writing being published. So I'll just try and explain that a bit further. If you're writing, whatever you're writing, it kind of loosens up your creativity and it helps to channel your thoughts into fiction, into description, into characterisation into describing like a really wonderful setting. Sometimes it does happen, and there's no reason that it shouldn't happen, but what you're writing is amazing. It gives you all this inspiration. It means that you're going to use that. Say you write a really nice scene, you're sitting in a bus, and then you're describing sitting on the bus, and somebody gets on the bus, and you want to get off the bus but you just write about it and by the time you get home you think, that is funny, that is excellent. (laughs) So it's like you can unintentionally write something that you do then use in a story which gets published and it's wonderful. So you are creating these like wonderful thoughts, but that's not the purpose of the writing. It's just to have a bit of creative freedom because, like I was describing with the poetry, when you're trying to think of a thought initially to start, if you're too caught up in the rigid process of it all, if you don't have that freedom. I find that I don't write half as well as I do when it's just like relaxed and I just go for it. Yeah. It takes a bit of the pressure off because if you're sitting there thinking, right, I'm going to write all the time and I'm going to write about a character today who's going to be my next protagonist and it's going to be amazing, you're going to fail because you're just like, putting all that pressure on yourself.
0: Yeah, I totally agree with the pressure thing because if you if you've got this idea in mind of where this piece of writing is going to go and it's definitely going to get submitted to this competition say or it's definitely going to try and get published then the pressure is just it's going to be stifling to your creativity. So, yeah, I definitely like that point.
1: Yeah, and as I see It's not doom and gloom in any way because happy accidents sometimes happen and what you write, you will use again. The point is just to have some paper or pen and just whenever you feel like you've got a bit of time, and obviously everyone here loves writing, so just take the time out just to enjoy it, like, as I've said, on the bus. Or it could be going up in a lift somewhere. Like
0: Just any spare time you've got.
1: um. Waiting in a supermarket queue. (laughs) So... (laughs) I see. what the problem is here, people, is that I'm trying to think of times that you can do this writing. I physically, in life, do it a lot, but to try and describe it now, my mind's going blank because I'm forcing it. So the lesson? Don't try and force it. What about you, Dan? When do you...? I think you're really different to me, so...
0: Yeah, I tend to work better with a bit of structure in place. Not structure that adds pressure like we were just talking about, but just time that's set aside and I know what that time is for. When I was writing more often for creative writing purposes, I had a certain time, which was very early in the morning before anybody else got up, and I set this time aside just for my writing. And it meant that when I woke up, which wasn't easy, but when I did and when I got myself out of bed and got myself in front of my computer, I knew that that time was just for me and it was just for my writing.
1: That sounds lovely, but a lot of hard work.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It is hard work, but... I found it really beneficial because getting up at that time means the rest of the world, obviously not the rest of the world, but it feels like the rest of the world hasn't started yet. And you're getting this little pocket of time which is just for you um, before the other distractions start, before you start getting emails or, you know, people. (laughs) It's going to sound like a real introvert thing to say, but before people start demanding things of you or using up your time or. Yeah, I work best in that way when I've got special time set aside, and I can just have that freedom to write.
1: So I guess, listening to what you said, I think it's so interesting, and although I was joking there in the middle, I would struggle to do it, but it does sound like a really kind of freeing, liberating thing, being able to just have that time for yourself. It's just funny listening to it, because from what you've said, Dan, about setting a time and getting up, it's like you're a planner, and then my kind of method, if you like, it's kind of when inspiration hits, it makes me seem more, it's more kind of, I don't want to say free-spirited, because that's me just trying to big myself up, but uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know, I'm just like a bit more, more relaxed about re- it. Yeah, just a bit more relaxed and going with the flow, which is really funny, because that's the exact opposite, <laughs> Dan being a planner and me being this free spirit, is the exact opposite to what we're like in real life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know, that's really funny, isn't it? I wonder why that is. I
1: thought this is real life, I guess. It's just like one pocket of it that we've just um, developed in a different way.
0: Mm-hmm. I guess it's it's about finding whatever works for you and what frees you up creatively and means that you're writing as often as you'd like.
1: So, Dan, you were mentioning there, and I kind of mentioned it briefly earlier as well, just about setting time. For writing, one way in which I do set time aside for writing is in November when we both do NaNoWriMo. Um, You introduced me to it, so can you just tell us a bit more?
0: Yeah, in case you've not heard of it, it stands for National Novel Writing Month. It's a bit of a phenomenon around the world now where hundreds of thousands of people set themselves the challenge of writing a 50,000 word novel in a month, which sounds crazy and it is a bit crazy, but I think it's really effective because. You've got that timeline and you've got that that goal of reaching 50,000 words. And you can break it down per day It's something like 1,600 words a day, I think. Is that right?
1: Divide 50,000. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but anyway, the point is you've got a certain number of words that you need to write each day. And when you break it down like that, it becomes more achievable. And you get a sense of achievement when you hit that word count for the day. So the reason we're talking about NaNoWriMo is because it's a good thing if you want to force yourself into writing, but also you can apply this in other areas of your life, and it doesn't have to be in just in November. You can set yourself challenges just in your general writing. For example, I'm going to write a 1,000 words each day this week. That doesn't seem that much, and by the end of the week, you've got 7,000 words, and it's a, if you're struggling to find inspiration, it just takes the pressure off.
1: I think what I like about it, it's like, kind of, it is something which is totally bridging Dan's writing habit and my writing habit, the kind of planning and also the freedom. Because you're writing so many words a day you can't totally plan it or you'd fail you wouldn't achieve it, which is fine. So if you start NaNoWriMo, you get halfway through think, oh I cannot do this it's fine to shelve it because you've still got, say 15,000 words of pure gold, of course, but the idea behind it is to just get the words down. So you're not thinking about publication, which was kind of something that was really important to me, just not thinking about the whole grand process, but just the enjoyment, just getting that passion back.
0: It's really freeing for getting those words down and not putting pressure on yourself again, like we were talking about earlier, to make these words that you're writing amazing, because... No writer in the world is ever going to write the perfect thing the first time they put the words on the page. It's all about getting them down and, and then improving them later.
1: So I guess to finish up, just when you were writing, when we we're creating this writing habit, if we just look at writing quite broadly, it's not just creative writing we're talking about. So it'll help your habit if you just take writing quite generally and branch out to, well, for example... I'll try and make these better than my examples earlier. <laughs> um, writing reports, even in a workplace situation. Also, if you're writing personal emails, so you're illustrating your own life here, and it's not fiction, it doesn't matter. It's still the way of like describing what's happening to you, being really engaging, um, not just writing down factually what happened, boom, 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 and leaving it, but maybe just like adding a bit of colour.
0: Yeah, you have to realise that you're writing all the time in daily life, and just because it's not creative writing or the thing that you want to be writing, you can still count that as building towards a habit of um, making sure you're intentionally writing and you feel a sense of achievement in that because it's all about building that habit. Even things like lists, to-do lists, shopping lists, could that be counted? Goal lists. Yeah, keeping a diary that's a really good thing to do because you're making observations and you're writing about what's happened to you in your day-to-day life. But it's all practice for getting those words down.
1: Yeah, and it's like, I guess the diary being private, you're the only person who can read it. So that kind of gives you the creative freedom that we're talking about that's so important. Yeah,
0: it takes the pressure off because, yeah. you know, nobody is ever going to read it.
1: Okay, folks, so I guess we should just probably just leave it there. Basically... I guess we we're just trying to say that writing can be a struggle and um, you've got umpteen things in your day you've got umpteen different pressures on you like there's work pressures there's pressures from there's pressures from like what you're doing in your free time there's yeah, like even friends, when friends become a pressure, you know, you've taken on too much. When they ask you to do stuff and you're just like, I'd love to, but ah, and you know, <laughs> it's time to take a step back. We've been there quite a lot. This is coming from experience. Oh, this is coming from experience, yeah. Like. Yeah, so the two methods we've found are either creating like time, setting time aside every day rigidly, or doing it more free and easy with just keeping a notepad with you. Um, either way, Find what works for you and good luck. Good luck.
0: So turn off this podcast and go and do some writing. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. Bye.
1: Bye.